coming up on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, PictoChart. Hi, I'm Zoe Falls, and today on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, we're going to talk about PictoChart. So I use PictoChart with my students when I want them to really go in and synthesize in new information. So it's usually a response to new content, a new unit, or just information that might be new and relatively dense. I have them go through and do the reading, talk about it amongst themselves, maybe do a discussion board, some in-class discussion, and then in groups they design an infographic. And with PictoChart, it's a free website, and there are options to purchase, and schools can get really good discounts on purchasing if this is something you use and find that you really like, but would like to have more options. But even at its free level, it's really a robust program and website for you to go in and use. So your students can create their own infographic or they can use a template. So we're just going to go in and look at a template. Well, that is not the template. Come back. And we're going to go and check out the About Me template. And one of the things that, again, I like is you can have them do this individually or you can have them do this as a group. And so in their groups, they'll get to share their knowledge and work collaboratively and then really get into the heart of what's going on. So with this infographic, it kind of guides them through the types of things that they can put in. So they come up with a title. <clears throat> and the thing that I convey to my students when they're working on their infographics is they're conveying a message. So as the reader, as the audience, I should be able to go through and read the story, read the narrative of the information they're trying to tell me and walk away knowing something. It's a visual elevator speech about what they've just learned. So we start at the top and it gives information. So you could put background information. You could have them do an about me at the beginning of the semester as you're trying to get to know your students and your students are trying to get to know each other or it could be background on the topic if they have to learn something about the Civil War and maybe they have to talk more specifically about Gettysburg. And maybe within that they have to identify one moment, one battle, maybe one leader, one soldier within the Battle of Gettysburg that they tell that story. And they can pull information from other places, from their peers, and they could figure out the point of their infographic and then they populate it. And another feature that I like about this is the multimodality of it. So you're encouraging the students to use both visual, textual, and even some audio and pictorial representations within their infographic. Um, so you can insert lines and shapes so they can modify everything. So even if they use a template, they can modify. They can add icons. So if they're trying to stick with a theme, they can select one and it automatically comes in. You can adjust it for size and you can rotate it. And you can also add photos. So if they have their own photos that they'd like to upload, they can do that. Plus, it comes with a whole slew of photos 
that are already going to be licensed to use with this software. So they can select from that and then they don't have to worry about copyright issues. So if you're working with younger students or students that are still learning how to appropriately cite and use sources they find online, that could be helpful. And again, different photo frames. So if they did something like this number five, again, it, there are pictures within it. So they can use pictures to represent numbers and you can talk through the different, what that means, how that helps them conceptualize and visualize what's going on. And then the, the other cool thing is how you can have them share and save. So in the free version, you are limited on how they can save it, but they can save it as an image. And then once it's an image, most, most people can go ahead and save that image as a PDF if you need to, um, but they can download it as an image and send it to you, or you can, they always have um, a URL with their account, and you can set up accounts with Google. So if your school is using Google Classroom or you're a Google school, you can just go ahead and log in with Google, and then your students don't have to have another account sign up, and you as a teacher don't have to worry about another sign-in and another password. So that's their other infographic websites out there. But I like PictoChart because of some of the features. I like that you don't have to use a template at all if you don't want to. And just real quick, there, it does more than just infographics. Um, you can do a presentation. So if you have them doing a digital presentation, it sets up a poster, but then it moves them through as though it was a presentation. They can also do a poster. So if you're doing a larger class project, and they need to make a poster for that. There's that option. And there's also a report feature. So if they've done some sort of survey or they're analyzing information, um, there are ways to do graphs and charts where they can represent that information. And again, it still follows some of that infographic logic, if we look at this one, where they're still conveying a message. And at the end of this infographic or this chart, you walk away knowing sort of the bullet points of what information the students found relevant. And as a teacher, it's a good way to clue yourself into what your students are picking up on, what information they're synthesizing, what they're identifying as important, and maybe where the gaps in their knowledge are so that you can attend to those later on. So this has been PictoChart, and I'm Zoe Falls. Have a great day.